Marketing automation software for B2B marketers with Charles Delisi. Martech Stacked, episode number eight. Brought to you by Content Cow. Plan, collaborate on, approve, and publish your content in one simple and intuitive calendar interface. This is Martech Stacked, the weekly show that delves into the what, which, why, and how of marketing technology. I'm your host, David Bain. And each episode, I'll be chatting with a top marketer or a top technologist about what MarTech they use, which are their top tools, why they use the tools that they do, and how they integrate everything together as part of their overarching content marketing strategy and MarTech stack. Today's episode features a man who believes that high-quality marketing automation shouldn't just be reserved for larger organizations. Back in 2014, he was struggling to find a marketing automation tool to fit his own needs, so he decided to build his own one. Welcome to the co-founder and president of Plezi, Charles Delisi. Nice to meet you, David. Great to have you on, Charles. Um, Of course, you can find Charles over at Plezi.co. So, Charles, explain what your business does and how you use your own marketing technology and also other marketing technologies to make it better. Of course. Uh, Pledzi is a marketing automation software. Uh, We provide B2B companies with a solution that allows them to implement an inbound marketing strategy. Uh, In general, marketing technologies uh, play a significant role in our development as it represents 60% of our revenues. Uh, We generate nearly 2,000 leads per month and most of them come from ACA, ACO or webinar or live live events. Marketing technologies uh, allow us to implement this marketing campaign. And above all, they allow us to identify the people with whom we will be able to discuss business quickly and the one who needs more time to advance in the... And sorry, would you just confirm, what's ACA, ACO? What, What does that stand for? ACO, ACA is like uh, Google uh, AdWords, uh, LinkedIn ads, etc. ACO is uh, so is when you type something on Google and you are looking for something, and uh, you are in natural search results. In general, marketing technologies are making our commercial team more efficient as they can focus on creating new opportunities rather than finding new new leads. Okay, so 2,000 leads per month, that's a, a wonderful amount. And um, that that's just obviously your business um, by itself that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, of course, not our clients. Right. Uh, we are t- t- talking about the leads generated by Plenty. Okay, great. Uh, so in general, what areas of marketing technology are you finding to be the most efficient, effective at the moment to really uh, enhance and, and really improve the the number of leads that you're generating? It's very easy to uh, to improve the number of leads by uh, paying uh, okay. to Google AdWords or to, to making SEA. But the most effective uh, piece of technology is SEO, uh, as it's come from uh, all the content uh, you are building on your website. Uh, we we write a lot of blog articles each month. Uh, we do a lot of webinars. Uh, we do a lot of uh, web conferences, uh, and uh, that makes. Uh, the brand Pledzi stronger, uh, as you can find the brand easily on search engines. Uh, so that's more uh, a long-term approach uh, to generate leads than a short-term ab- approach will be SEA or those kind of stuff. Wonderful. Okay, so 
uh, obviously a business can spend a lot of money on things like um, Google Ads, but unless you have your conversion rates right and a, a great call to action, then you could be lo losing money potentially. So um, of course. L later on in the conversation, we'll talk more about your content marketing strategy. We'll dive into perhaps what you do to convert re leads, what kind of calls to action you tend to have on your, on your website as well. I'm really keen to find out more about your SEO strategy, what you do for your webinars, how you drive people through that into actually signing up to use your service. So I think that that'd be a great conversation uh, to, to have. But but let's actually start off with um, your marketing technology tools that you use, Plezi and, and other tools as well. So starting off with tool number three, what are your top three tools in your current MarTech stack and why? Uh, number three, uh, it will be two tools actually. Uh, it will be Ahrefs and Google Search Console. Uh, as most of our SEO strategy comes out of these tools. Uh, Ahrefs uh, is perfect uh, for having a global SEO vision of your website, but also on the website of your competitors. Uh, so uh, it allows you to follow backlinks, to do audits, to analyze keywords, uh, and therefore lay strategies. Uh, and Search Console, the Google Search Console, get, go, goes much, much further because it's the real data coming from Google, but you only have this data for your website and not for your competitor's website. So it's, for example, ideal uh, for finding article ideas. Uh, and um, these two tools allow us to identify so keyword opportunities, article ideas, uh, but also to follow the keyword on which we are uh, in the first three results in order to implement corrective action if that changes. Got you. Okay, so Ahrefs um, is one of the big players, certainly in that in that particular market, alongside SEMrush. Um, what made you decide to use Ahrefs rather than SEMrush or perhaps some other piece of software that, that's similar? I'm not the main user of Ahrefs uh, in the company, uh, so uh, that's one of the big players. But most of the time, uh, it's because it's because uh, you feel more comfortable uh, with the way the data is displayed. Uh, understanding uh, the data coming from those kind of tools is uh, always tricky. So uh, having uh, habits uh, of using a specific tool uh, is uh, is something quite important. So that's that's not because of uh, the functionalities they have. That's most um, that's mainly because uh, we feel more comfortable with the way they they show the information. Okay, okay, and perhaps it just integrates a little bit better into the way that you you do you do business yourself. So uh, we. We've had conversations um, with uh, people like Lucas Lesney, and Lucas recommended SEM Rush, and obviously um, you, you use and recommend Ahrefs. Um, I think it's really important for the listener to to compare both tools or, or other tools um, out there just to, to get the right platform for, for them, but, but both yeah. be wonderful, I'm sure. Um, so that's tool number three. What is um, tool number two? The second one, uh, I think it's Zapier. Uh, because um, uh, Zapier is a tool that uh, allows you to connect uh, all the application you are using. Uh, in today's world, a marketing manager is using more and more tools. Uh, so Zapier is a very simple solution to automate uh, a number of processes. Um, uh, for example, uh, 
just to to know uh, a bit about how we use uh, Zapier, one of the main uh, functionality would be to automatically create a lead from one tool to another. For example, when we organize a meeting uh, with Eventbrite, uh, people who attend the meeting will be automatically created to Pledzi, so it saves a lot of time. Uh, but I have other examples in mind. Uh, for example, during a, a B2B trade show, uh, we developed a small robot uh, to scrap up the web page in, uh, uh, in which the leads encountered on the stand went up. And thanks to Zapier, these leads are automatically created in a marketing automation tool. So 10 minutes after being on the stand, they receive a thank you email. So uh, even if you don't have any technical skills, it's uh, very easy to uh, automate processes. Uh, it's always it's also uh, uh, what we're trying to do uh, uh, in the past weeks with um, with Zapier is to enrich data uh, in order to, to make more targeted uh, campaigns. Um, for example, you can connect uh, when a lead comes to Pledzi, you can uh, send a message to Zapier to get back in more targeting information about the lead, like the, the activity of the company, uh, the technologies used on the website, etc. So it's also, it's, you can do plenty of things and for a marketer who is using more and more uh, tools, it's, uh, it's very co convenient to be able to connect them. Yeah, Zapier is just a wonderful platform and there, there are well over a thousand different connections, including Content Cow, that you can get on there now. And a marketer can almost get lost in the possibilities that, that can be created. And it's also a wonderful way to actually think of different business ideas or new ways you can serve your your, your customers or uh, introduce you to new new software tools as well. Uh, I, I guess the only danger is that uh, you, you try and do too much and you get a little bit too complicated <laughs> with the number of zaps that you have. Um, do, do you have that kind of concern? Do you try and keep things as simple as possible in Zapier? No, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's totally true. Uh, we we try to make uh, to make things very uh, simple uh, and to have uh, less zaps as possible. Because uh, if every uh, if you have too much too many zaps uh, run at the same time, uh, it's going to be a mess because you won't uh, you won't understand uh, where data is coming from and uh, what is going on uh, on all of those zaps. So. Most of the time, uh, we activate uh, Zaps for a specific campaign and then we turn them off. That's a great idea because then you'll probably end up with Zaps that are trying to do the same thing or competing against each <laughs> At other. At the same yes, time. That's, that's not so good. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, I was talking to Teresa Heath-Waring for episode three of Marketech Stacked and um, she was saying that she actually moved to Kajabi, which is uh, kind of an all-in-one business platform. And she's got the type of business where she's got an online membership site and um, does a lot of interaction and, and, and training on there. So it's easy it's easier for her to have the one piece of software and um, to, to not use lots of different software and, and tie it together. Do you, do you try and limit the quantity of marketing technology that you use in your business? Um, or would you prefer to have quite a few different tools and, and use the best tool um, for just, just one specific activity? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, having a 
too much uh, too much different tools uh, is always very difficult to handle because uh, uh, you have to uh, uh, export data from a tool, import the data to another. Uh, so it makes uh, when when data uh, is in different tools, it makes very difficult to to build campaigns. So uh, we have uh, in our case uh, the main tool we use is Pledzi. That's, that's the first one uh, I, I wanted to talk about uh, because um, that's in Pledzi, that's where we are going to find all our marketing contents like blog articles, web pages, ebooks, etc. Uh, that's where we're going to find all our contacts. That's where we're going to make a landing page, uh, web forms, uh, marketing campaigns, etc. So um, that's where all the data. Uh, comes, uh, but uh, for each different topic, for example, uh, when we organize uh, a, an event, uh, we use Eventbrite. When we organize a webinar, uh, we use uh, GoToWebinar or Zoom. Um, so uh, for very specific uh, things, uh, we will uh, use uh, the best tool in the in the market. But uh, what we want is is to make a very easy to uh, connect those tools with Pledzi so we can have everything in one place uh, to make segments, uh, target people, etc. Great, okay, so you've preempted my next question, which was, what's your number one tool? Obviously, <laughs> your, your number three tool is Ahrefs supported by Google Search Console, and number two is Zapier, number number one is, is Pledzi, so you're you're using that more than any other tool out there, and that, naturally because it's your own, own, own platform as well. Um, so let's maybe dive... But it could be another one. Oh, oh. It could. It could be. I think it. It, it could be another platform. It could be a, a competitor uh, for sure. Uh, we we develop and sell Pledzi, so that's quite normal that we use our own mm -hmm. tool. Uh, but I think having uh, a marketing platform uh, going to centralize all your data uh, about all your contacts, etc., is something very important in a marketing stack. Let's dive a little bit deeper into your own content marketing strategy because you touched upon webinars you touched upon face-to-face -face events face-to-face uh, -face obviously we're in a strange <laughs> time in history at the moment where there's there's been a lockdown we haven't really been able to do face-to-face -face events have you have you got any face-to-face -face events planned over the the end of the year Yes, we had. Uh, 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 by the end of the year, we don't know. Uh, we have a lot of events uh, who should have took place uh, in March. On we are organized now in September, so I hope those events uh, will be uh, will be possible. But we don't know at the okay. moment. Okay, well, let's 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 still talk about face-to-face -face events um, and see what you've done in the past, which has been effective because. I, I think it's really important to blend what digital marketing can do with traditional marketing and even offline activities as well. And it sounds like you're doing this quite effectively by using Eventbrite, if, if I heard correctly. So so can you talk through yeah, yeah, how you run your physical events in in essence to act as, as, as a lead generation opportunity? Uh about live events, um, we do uh, mainly uh, two or three uh, events like this. Uh, there is a, a 
big trade show uh, in France in uh, in April general in general. Uh, so that's uh, three days uh, in Paris, uh, and uh, there is a lot of uh, editors uh, uh, in in this um, in this place. So it's where. Uh, we meet people who comes to have information about what you are doing. Uh, there is also conferences in this kind of, uh, of trade shows. Um, and um, the traffic on the, on the stand come from, uh, doesn't come from us. So it's a good way to uh, meet new people. Generally, in this kind of event, uh, we generate about 200 leads, uh, but that's very qualified leads as they all come to to know more about what you are doing uh, to have information about uh, your futures etc so it's a good way to make uh, to meet very qualified people but uh, one of the difficulty of uh, doing this kind of event is to uh, be able to carry on on a new conversation just after meeting them uh, during the event. So uh, uh, <laughs> we're talking about an example of what we've done in the past with Zapier. Uh, so what's, what's very important is to, uh, to be able to send them a very uh, targeted campaign based on uh, what you learned from them to be able to, to define the next step of the relation you will, be, uh, you will have with those people. Um, uh, and so that's a quite big event, and uh, after that we do a lot of very small events. Uh, generally, it's, it's in our office in Paris, so that's uh, events with like uh, 10 to 20 people. Uh, and um, uh, in general, we do uh, a testimonial from a with a client uh, to better understand uh, how he implements Pledzi, uh, what the value. Uh, he is having using the the, the tool, uh, etc. So uh, that's a good way to uh, go one step further with people you already know. So uh, most of the time, events those kind of events are not a way to meet new people, but it's a very good way to make uh, things uh, go faster with the people you know. Got you. Okay. So people that perhaps aren't customers, but you have. A relationship with already it's an opportunity yeah. to to build that relationship get them to trust you and then hopefully turn that that relationship into a sale and and, and cement the relationships with existing customers well, let, let's dive into webinars because you mentioned webinars you do quite a few webinars as well um, so how do you decide in your webinar strategy and what kind of call to action do you have at the end of your webinars most of the most of the time uh, our content strategy uh, makes us uh, do a lot of uh, piece of contents based on the same subject. So, uh, for example, we are going to uh, write uh, an ebook about one subject, and uh, there will be several blog articles about the same subject. There will be a webinar, uh, even uh, maybe a, a, even a conference uh, or something, and all those different kind of uh, contents will be related to the same subject. So uh, when we do a webinar, uh, uh, we are going to talk about a specific subject that, which is treated in, a, in an ebook, and then we will ask people uh, to download the ebook to know more about this particular subject. So um, the next call to action uh, is quite easy to find when you, uh, when you try to 
to to treat the same to to speak about the same subject on different channels or okay. formats. Okay, and, and you create the ebook before the webinar. Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, it, most of the time the start uh, it's uh, a three months plan, and uh, it starts uh, with writing an ebook, and then uh, we are going to write blog articles related to this ebook, and then we're going to organize a webinar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So everything is related. We have uh, maybe we some, sometimes we, we can do videos. So videos and blog articles are here to drive traffic to the website, and then uh, the webinar or the ebook uh, will be there uh, to drive conversion. Okay. And what are some of the more effective ways of driving traffic to webinars at the moment? Actually, at all webinars. Uh, most of the people who attend webinars are people that we already know. Uh, we do a little bit of uh, paid campaigns, for example, on LinkedIn, uh, to, to, to have new leads. Uh, but uh, we've, uh, we've seen that all the prospects uh, who became clients in the past have, attendee, have attended to a webinar. So uh, it's... Uh, uh, a good way to build a trust, uh, but for us, that's uh, the way we we bring new traffic uh, on new leads. Uh, it's not with webinars; it's mostly with blog articles. Uh, okay, okay, so it's mostly with blog articles, ranking them um, in SEO and uh, in, in, yeah. in search engines through the power of SEO and and using Ahrefs to to target keyword phrases for those particular um, blog articles. Okay, so so and and just to to finish up on webinars. Um, in terms of the subject matter that you select for your webinar and for your ebooks, are they industry specific? So you'll you'll focus on a very specific vertical, um, and then then reach out to your relationships with people from that vertical to get them to attend the 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 webinar. No, most of the most of the times they are quite general. Right. Uh, we have a lot of clients uh, in the software industry, so. Uh, Sometimes uh, we build specific contents for this industry, uh, but that's an exception. I think that's a good lesson as well, because I think a lot of businesses, a lot of presenters tend to reinvent the wheel or try to come up with a completely different subject for every single webinar. And I think um, it's sometimes good to have a core message um, that, that you can incorporate as part of a, a, a part of a presentation that you're doing um, because you get known f f for that of a brand you, you become more of a, a, a thought leader is, is is building yourself as a thought leader as, has that been part of your marketing strategy as well of course uh, having a strong brand uh, I think it's one of the most important things uh, when you build uh, a software company like Pledzi because uh, <clears throat> if you have a strong and well-known brand, uh, if tomorrow you, you, you launch a new product, uh, things will go uh, much more uh, faster. Uh, so I think that's, uh, that's something that is very, very important. From day one, uh, we wanted to to build a brand. Uh, at the very beginning of Pledzi, we were uh, uh, we were having superheroes on the website. Uh, that's not that we are fond of superheroes, but uh, that's a way to remember the brand. Uh, 
because oh, I've seen those little characters uh, on the website. I remember them. So uh, that's a good way to to stay uh, on top of mind. Let's return to marketing technology and perhaps an area of your business that you're not being quite so effective at the moment in your use of marketing technology. So as your business grows, what's an example of a process that you currently do manually that you may wish to automate using marketing technology in the future? Over the years, uh, we've built uh, a database of over uh, uh, 40,000 qualified contacts. So uh, today we have data uh, concerning those contacts uh, in several tools, for sure market, uh, Pledzi for the marketing, but we also use Salesforce for the commercial part. Uh, in addition, a lot of solutions uh, exist today to allow, us, to allow us to enrich this data. For example, uh, uh, I was talking about services that allow us to know the technologies used on a website. So having this data uh, in a structured uh, way would uh, allow us to set up very specific and very targeting marketing actions uh, depending on the tools uh, they already use. So uh, uh, be, being able to activate uh, easily all those data uh, will be uh, very uh, useful uh, for Pledzi. Today we, we do, we do this, this kind of uh, stuff quite manually. Uh, like uh, we have to export data from a tool uh, to enrich the data uh, with other tools uh, to launch a specific campaign. So that's something that we we do. Uh, but automating uh, the construction of this database will allow, allow us to save a lot of time and to be much more agile in launching new marketing actions. So I think uh, uh, in the in the uh, three, three years of Pledzi, uh, the main point were to uh, build this database. Uh, now we uh, we have touched a lot of people in France uh, on the French market. So I think uh, now it's going to be time to uh, to get more from the data we built during the first three years. And what 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 are some of the most important data fields that you're referring to? For example, uh, being able uh, the, the the marketing technologies that people use, for example, is a it's a great way uh, to uh, to talk to someone uh, to make outbound campaigns. Uh, for example, if I know that you uh, are using a Google Search Console on uh, on a, on your website, I will be able to uh, trigger a campaign saying, "Okay." We have a connector uh, with the Google Search Console, we'll, which allow us to get all those fantastic information uh, on Pledzi. Uh, so uh, that's a way to to be more specific uh, about the way uh, people already work. So uh, it's a way to maximize the conversion of a specific campaign. Okay. So so uh, and by campaign, are you talking? Primarily email and, and, and taking data out to uh, to see what pages of your website no, people are browsing and no no uh, it can be it can be email it can be retargeting okay. uh, so that's the main two two tactics uh, that we use okay great uh, because uh, if you if you can uh, 
put in uh, to like uh, LinkedIn or, or Google uh, or Google Ads, etc. A population of people uh, who have uh, something specific in common, you can uh, send them very targeting content. And are there any particular platforms that are you finding really effective at the moment for retargeting? You, you mentioned LinkedIn. Are you using that for retargeting just now? Yes, we do. Uh, we do a lot. Uh, we uh, The main platforms that we use are Twitter, LinkedIn and Google. Uh, we don't do much on Facebook. Uh, well, why is that? Have you, have you never, tested it and found it to be not as effective? Yeah. That's not that it's not effective, but uh, we didn't succeed uh, in uh, driving qualified traffic on our website from Facebook. Uh, most of the time, uh, people are not uh, relevant uh, based on what we are looking for. So uh, that's something that we do not do anymore, uh, just a little bit, but uh, not so much. So for us, uh, the big players uh, in our case are LinkedIn, uh, Twitter and, and, and Google. Interesting. Because obviously Facebook ads tend to cost less, but you have to go through a fairly convoluted process of ensuring that you're speaking to the right audience and they're in the right uh, at the right stage to actually consider buying from you and perhaps they're on a platform where they're they're not interested in considering what you're offering at the moment i was also also talking to aj wilcox he's a prominent um linkedin advertising expert and he was saying linkedin advertising costs so much more but you get so much more value out of it so it is great to hear from people like yourself that is actively using linkedin and and, and getting a lot of value from that did, did you actually struggle to make it profitable to begin with uh, no, in, in fact, um, I heard every, everybody uh, saying that uh, it's, uh, it costs a lot, but uh, in our case, uh, it costs uh, per lead, it costs less than, uh, than Twitter. So uh, maybe that's because um, the person who is uh, building these campaigns uh, is very good at LinkedIn, uh, I don't know, uh, but we have great results for, uh, for a fair price. What is something that you have in mind that would be a wonderful piece of marketing technology that perhaps doesn't even exist yet and you would love to see created? Uh, at Plezy, we, 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 we like to rely on data. Uh, most of the time, data exists, but uh, the, the exploitation uh, requires uh, specialized skills. So it's very difficult uh, to, to benefit from this data. So... Um, Building an SEO strategy and implementing operational actions takes uh, a lot of time, uh, for example. So, uh, because the data we are working on uh, comes from multiple tools, uh, and most of the time, the data is very difficult uh, to actuate. So, I'm thinking in, partic in particular of uh, Google Search Console, uh, which is full of valuable information, but it takes a long time to process. And at the same time, uh, more and more solutions make it possible to evaluate the quality of the content uh, you write from an SEO point of view. So, having an easy-to-use tool which would aggregate all of this data and which will be capable of rendering it intelligently will be a real plus to build and implement an effective strategy. Imagine you want to, 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 to write an article on a given topic. Mm. Imagine an assistant, uh, an assistant who, who, who gives you the best article on 
the web on this subject. Uh, this wizard gives you the main intentions associated with these keywords to help you structure your article. Uh, and uh, imagine an assistant uh, who, while you write your article, gives you the expression of the same semantic cocoon as the keyword you target. Uh, it will also make recommendation on internal and external article to link to. So uh, uh, I think uh, what we are thinking uh, at, at Pledzi uh, is uh, how do you uh, present the data to somebody uh, to make it efficient, useful, and activable? Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good suggestion. Uh, people have talked in previous episodes about tools like SEMrush, like SEO Monitor, like what you've suggested, uh, Ahrefs as well. And they're wonderful platforms, but they give you a lot of data as well um, as uh, you know the, the tools that you're talking about there. So I think if that kind of information was presented on a silver platter for you to say, this is the one topic that you need to write about today, uh, or publish a video about and you need to make sure that it's this long you need to make sure that it incorporates these elements because these elements are missing from other articles out there so just do that and focus on that 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 would save a whole lot of time for many marketers yeah yeah and this this information is available mm. uh but uh to uh, get and use the information you have to have a lot of skills and to spend a lot of time so uh, making this data easier to, to use will be very valuable. Wonderful stuff. Well, what would you say is the key takeaway for the listener from today's discussion? Um, I think that uh, in this particular period, uh, we've been in, long in uh, lockdown uh, for, for, for long weeks. Um, uh, during this period, uh, it was almost impossible to reach people. Uh, so uh, uh, outbound marketing uh, was not something that were working anymore. It was, uh, in, people were at home, they were not at the office, so it was uh, not possible to reach them on the phone. Uh, the only um, things uh, that were still working uh, is content, SEO, uh, SEA, uh, so if, uh, website if people if companies had a strong content strategy before the lockdown uh, they would have uh, generate leads even during this period but people who have not uh, built a very strong content strategy uh, are lost uh, when uh, in this kind of case because they don't know how to reach people people are not trying to reach them so uh, i think that uh, in the future we have all to rely on a strong uh, content uh, strategy to be able to uh, to do carry on doing business uh, even if this kind of crisis happen again. Absolutely, absolutely. If you if you're not doing it um, now, get doing it tomorrow. It's uh, it's so important to yeah. integrate as as part of your overall marketing strategy. Um, Charles, thank you so much for your time and your tips today. What's the best way for the listener to find out more about you and what you do? Uh, I think uh, to talk with me, uh, LinkedIn is uh, is a better, is a good is a good one, and uh, you can learn more about Pledzi at uh, pledzi.co. Uh, uh, 
the, the website is in English, so uh, we are trying to to reach the English uh, to to start selling Pledzi on the on the UK market uh, for a few few weeks. So everything is in English. You can learn more now about us on the website. Wonderful stuff. Thanks again. Thank you very much, David. And thank you, dear listener, for joining us. If you haven't done so already, sign up for your free trial of Content Cal, plan, collaborate on, approve and publish your content in one simple and intuitive calendar interface. Plus check out all the other MarTech Stack Show episodes over at contentcal.io. Also, wherever you're watching or listening to this show, let us know your opinion. What are the three most important marketing technologies in your business? Let us know and we'll try and give you a shout out on a future show or maybe even have you on as a future guest. Thanks again.